Welcome to week four of our five-episode limited series, Country Day Conversations, the podcast, brought to you by Sacramento Country Day School. I'm head of school and MC, Lee Thompson. And I'm DJ Doyle, otherwise known as Rochelle Doyle, Director of Advancement. This week, we are talking about the core value of intellectual discovery at Country Day. Through intellectual discovery, we challenge students to pursue academic and personal excellence as they develop and embrace their passion for learning. Our students thrive in a dynamic college preparatory program that fuels curiosity, instills confidence, and builds resilience. And to help us see some of the ways it shows up in our curriculum, we get to speak with high school science department chair and biology teacher, Kelly Whited, middle school earth sciences, robotics, and maker lab teacher, Cade Grunst, and 10th grade student, Saheb Galati. Let's get started. Welcome, Kelly. Hi, Lee. Hi, Rochelle. Hi. So, Kelly, how do you see your work fulfilling the Country Day core value of intellectual discovery? Well, science at its core is intellectual discovery. We focus in our science curriculum at every level on asking students to ask questions, ask questions about the world around them, to wonder, to form a hypothesis, to not be afraid to be wrong, to see the beauty in the failure. Why do you think that that's important? I think that even if a student is not wanting to be a scientist, being able to ask questions and use that process to fuel intellectual discovery will benefit them throughout their entire life. Too many people are afraid to be wrong and afraid to say, you know, I didn't do this correctly. And it can be paralyzing for them. So the earlier that we can teach a student how to accept a failure, accept a misstep as a growth moment, better they're going to be throughout their entire life. Long-term, I hope to instill in students the value of asking questions, the value of understanding how little we actually know and trying to see that as opportunity and not as a challenge, not as a roadblock. Do you think there's something about the culture at Country Day that makes it easier for kids to make mistakes and make mistakes in their learning environments? Absolutely. The culture at Country Day could not be more different than the high school that I went to. No names. But at the high school that I went to, it was all about competing and who was the best. And everything came down to GPA and points and half a point and quarter of a point and who was the smartest. You don't see that at Country Day. There are still competitive students, of course, but the students are so lovely to each other. If someone's struggling, they help them. If they, you know, do well on a test, they celebrate that. And the culture here is for everyone to challenge each other in a respectful and kind way to continue to grow. I think that one of the things that you're really instilling in students, this confidence to ask questions and to embrace curiosity is often an adult life lesson, but I think it's a game changer for several people in their career to recognize that that there's other people in the room who don't know what it is that they're asking questions about. And it's a way to build relationships with other people too, because if I have the confidence to open up and say, hey, I'm really struggling with this. I don't understand this. Then there's nine times out of 10, somebody else in the room who doesn't understand the exact same thing. 
But a lot of the times we think it's just better to stay quiet and to know that we're instilling that in our students is, it's really powerful. Absolutely. I tell them that for every question they have, there's at least two other people in the room who either had the same question and maybe weren't brave enough to ask it or didn't know they didn't know that and that you opened them up to a question that they didn't even know they had. So Kelly, you've talked about high school, but you also teach the fun week in the lower school. Can you share a story where maybe you've seen a student connect with their curiosity or do something really unique through that program? So fun week is P-H-U-N, Physiology Understanding Week. It's a partnership between Sacramento Country Day School, the American Physiological Society, and Sacramento State University that is geared towards bringing physiologists into the classroom to teach children about the different body systems. Our partner at Sac State is Dr. Robin Altman, who is a former Country Day faculty member and also a professor at Sac State. So Dr. Altman and I go into all of the classrooms from pre-K all the way up through fourth. Fifth grade has a special activity where they come to Sac State and they see physiology in action. And we teach the students about different body systems. Each grade has their assigned system. This is something that we've been doing for probably seven years now. And it's one of my favorite times of the year teaching high school students Pretty much everything I say does not impress them, but I go into the lower school and everything you say, you're like, your body's made of cells. They're like, oh my gosh, you're a magician. But one thing that is so powerful is I've heard over and over again from the teachers that when they say Dr. Whited and Dr. Altman will be coming in, they say, oh, where does he work? What is his job? It has been so empowering for so many of our young female scientists to see two female PhDs walk into the room and they look at you like, wait, I can do that? I can be a doctor? Statistically, young female scientists turn themselves off to STEM and they say, that's hard. I can't do math. I can't do engineering. Our goal is for them to see two accomplished female scientists coming into the classroom and saying, this is something you can do. And it just leads into, you know, our all-female science department in the high school, which just girl power. So them seeing that representation and seeing that women in STEM have a place at Country Day. One of the things that we talk about is that the Country Day experience allows kids to really explore whatever their passions or interests are. And one of the ways we do that is through the internship program. Can you tell a story about a student who was able to explore something that it would not have been really possible if they hadn't had the outlet of the internship program? Well, the internship program started because of a student having intellectual curiosity. I had a student approach me who said, I think I want to be a physician, but I'm not sure. And I am trying to find an internship where I can do some research and see if that's something I want to do. And I said, well, you know, our former employee, Dr. Altman, works at Sac State. Let me see. And so I reached out to her and she said, sure, I'll take an intern. And it went so well. 
that we started adding more interns. Now we have four labs. From year to year, it goes anywhere from like four to eight internships. We're constantly vetting new professors and seeing if we can add more people to the internship. It's such an incredible opportunity for these students. We've had students be co-authors on published papers or present at research conferences because they took this opportunity and turned it into something really amazing for their future. We've had multiple interns that have had colleges tell them, you got into this college because of that internship. That made you stand out. That's not an opportunity that high school students get. We have uh, multiple interns that have gone on to get paid research positions in their freshman year of college, and that's unheard of. But our students have learned these skills, and they're proven. They're proven that they can be responsible, that they can talk to adults as an adult, that they can you know, be dependable, and that they're going to follow the protocols. It's been incredible to watch it organically grow from one student wanting an opportunity to many students now getting this opportunity because one student said, hey, is it possible? That is really impactful. So how does a country day fund impact your program? Well, the country day fund has provided us with the ability to buy new equipment to keep us as the number one STEM school in Sacramento. Hey, uh, <laughs> we're very proud of that. Our toys are expensive. Science is expensive. I've never had a single time where I've gone and said, we'd really like to expand this curriculum. We'd really like to buy this piece of equipment. And I've never had a time where the answer has been no. Sometimes the answer is, can you give us two months? But there's always a way to find that money, to find that source of you know expanding our curriculum. And that really comes from the fund. I've also had the opportunity to go to several conferences as a part of my partnership with Dr. Altman and Fun Week. We've actually presented uh, on the internship program several times and been invited to present at teaching and physiology conferences. And the funds for those trips come from the Country Day Fund. So I'm allowed to have that experience and to go and talk about Country Day and get new ideas about where we can take our curriculum and where we can expand our program and learn from other people. Thank you, Kelly, so much for spending time with us today. I know this is a busy time of year and we really appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you asking me to join you. So next up, we get to connect with Kate Grunst. Kate teaches earth science in the middle school, as well as our robotics and maker lab electives. He's also an advisor and coaches our robotics team. Welcome, Cade. Hi, glad to be here. First up, robotics versus makerspace. What do students get to do in these electives? Well, robotics is exactly what it sounds like. In the robotics elective, students work in small groups using Lego systems to design and then program an autonomous robot. Students start simply. Um, I have all students begin with a basic rover design. And then as students begin to develop their skills, I have a, a series of guided challenges and we add to the robot and reprogram it. Maker Lab is more of an introduction to engineering class. So we are building towers and cargo boats and making bridges and rolling cars down ramps and learning how to 3D model. I would say the difference is really in the 
diversity and specificity of the applications of engineering skills in robotics. We're working on one set of skills for an entire quarter. In Maker Lab, we are rapidly prototyping to solve all sorts of different challenges. Something that is central to my teaching practice is trying to inspire discovery within my students. It's very important to me in my classes that my students have the freedom and flexibility to run with what excites them. That is an open invitation for my students. A good example would be last week. So in my Maker Lab elective last week, students were building cargo boats to float weights. And the cargo boats had to be made out of a single sheet of aluminum foil with about 20 small structural elements to give it rigidity. After we had done that for a couple of days, I had a student who was really curious about something. And he came to me and he asked, like, Mr. G, is it okay if instead of doing this challenge, like, I want to see what I can do with five pieces of aluminum foil and just go in nuts with the, the structural materials. Does that accomplish the goal of the challenge I set? Absolutely. Can they compete directly with other students? No, because the student ended up floating 15 pounds of weight in this colossal canoe that he built out of five pieces of aluminum foil, some straws, and some popsicle sticks. So both classes allow for expressions of creativity. And really, my goal is to sort of build a fast-moving, almost gamified environment where I've got like just a few materials, just a few more skills to try. I'm instantly jealous that I'm not in this class. You're welcome to join. I mean, like, there's probably some paperwork. I don't know how tuition works for faculty, but like, you're always welcome in my classroom. That's a blanket invitation to everyone. We will make it happen, Rochelle. We'll get you enrolled in this class. Kate, how do you see your work fulfilling the country day core value of intellectual discovery? Both earth science and engineering electives really have discovery at their core. The goal of my classes is to give students a new way of looking at the world as they move on throughout their life. Earth science is everything from the study of weather to the study of how solar systems form to how plate tectonics works to how when Central America popped up out of the ocean, it changed ocean circulation, which altered the climate in Tibet. Like Earth science is this colossal interconnected discipline. There's no way I could convey like all of Earth science to a group of 13-year-olds in one school year. So that's not my goal. Instead, my goal is pretty simple. I need to make sure that earth science is interesting, exciting, and relevant so that students stay engaged with it and interested in it throughout their lives. And I need to make sure that students leave the room with the tools to understand observations that they might make years and years later. So if I get students who understand that wind is a physical thing the atmosphere does because of temperature conditions that we experience here on Earth. Well, those same students might look at another set of phenomenon later on, like maybe the the northern lights. And instead of just thinking like those are spectacular colors in the sky, that that should be the first thought on all of our minds. They can then think like, oh, I know that the world is like a physical system. So I know that there's probably a set of phenomenon that can explain this, and I could probably understand it if I looked into it. That's what I want all of my students to leave with, this understanding that the beauty and wonder of the natural world is also a set of processes that can be understood and predicted to some extent. I think you've kind of answered this a bit, 
that the impact that you're hoping that this lands with your students is that intellectual curiosity? Is there any other way that you hope that your work impacts your students? Of course. I teach for a living. I hope my work has tremendous impact. Above all else, I hope that my students are kind to one another. If they leave my classroom having learned very little, I will be personally sad, but as long as they're nice human beings, I'll feel okay for the world. Kindness is first and foremost in my teaching practice. Second, though, is curiosity. I personally am a very curious human being. I have never lost that sense of wonder in learning about the world. I hope that my students can hang on to that and be comfortable with the not knowing necessarily. I feel like a lot of people are so uncomfortable not knowing the answers to the things that they have questions about that they just stop asking questions. And so more than anything, I hope my students will leave my room uh, still wanting to learn things about the world. Do you think there's something in the overall environment of Country Day that helps kids to maintain their curiosity? One of the things that Country Day does best is allowing teachers significant latitude with curriculum, which allows teachers to address their subjects in ways that those teachers feel passionate about. And I think that Country Day allowing curricular latitude with teachers builds the environment where teachers can then structure their class in ways that students connect with because the educators connect with the material. Everyone on this campus teaches the subject they enjoy. I would add that in addition to empowering our teachers to teach how they want, it's also the teachers that we hire. And, and you're the perfect example of that. There's a quote, to be interesting, you have to be interested. And just a little bit of your bio on our website has your interest for rock climbing and archery and scuba certification and ultimate frisbee and mushroom cultivation and didgeridoo. And I know that you're a photographer and you're an explorer. So it's a part of the people, the community that we have here really phenomenal. I would agree with that. One of the things that I love about this campus and one of the things that has kept me here for this is year 11 now is being surrounded by interesting educators and people who are just fascinated by their topics. What other moments have you seen where a student really connected with their curiosity and did something really, really unique or neat? I see examples of this every year in my elective program, for sure. As students get excited about some of the materials we're working with or some of the concepts they've encountered in either Maker Lab or robotics, sometimes they'll take a project and just run with it. We periodically do an activity in Maker Lab where I just provide the students with colossal quantities of cardboard and duct tape to see what happens. And I get all kinds of things. The sixth and seventh grade boys will immediately start making swords and clubs and axes. I've had students build forts taller than me, towers that spanned the classroom. And a standout is a trio of sixth grade girls from a couple of years ago who built a robot puppet that all three of them could fit inside of and manipulate. So like a big head that they could push up with a meter stick to make it talk. And like one kid was arms on one side, one kid was arms on the other side. It's really inspiring and empowering the students to use materials in the way that they find interesting, creative and joyful. And just being there to offer a suggestion here or like figuring out how to attach something there or trim something with a knife. Cade, 
How does the Country Day Fund impact your program? Starting last year, the middle school science program added a full day field trip as part of the core science curriculum to each grade level, sixth, seventh, and eighth. We work with an outside organization called the Headwaters Science Institute. We spend about a week helping the students visualize their river site and designing field science questions that they can ask. Then we take a whole grade level to a site on the American River. They work with grad students, usually from UC Davis, with chaperones from the faculty, and then also facilitators from the Headwater Science Institute. And the students perform an actual day of field research. Being able to both visit an off-campus site and work with Headwaters, who helps us structure the program, and to network with actual grad students who work in an ecology or environmental science field is invaluable. And it's the Country Day Fund that provides the resources we need to bring these engaging experiences for our students. Can you give us a mission moment? And by that, I mean a moment where maybe your personal mission really aligned with the core value of intellectual discovery and Country Day's core mission. Uh, Sure. A moment that for me was very humbling was a visit from a former student, actually. Sonia Hansen, who was in my second class ever as a Country Day teacher, was really impacted by the climate change curriculum that is a centerpiece of my fourth quarter. And after taking my class and going through our excellent high school program, she attended Stanford and ultimately received a degree in environmental engineering. And Sonia Hansen is at this point a much more knowledgeable person than I am on a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, which is climate change. I was humbled last year at the beginning of the year to receive an email from Sonia asking if she could actually come back to Country Day so that we could talk about getting involved in climate change activism. Climate change activism is an important aspect of my teaching in that I think that there's nothing more I can do to inspire intellectual discovery. To have a student who had been through my class return 10 years later to have a conversation as peers about how she could push that mission further was genuinely one of the most humbling and inspiring moments of my teaching career. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We really appreciate you taking some time away from the students. Happy to be here. Thanks very much. Thanks, Cade. Our special student guest this week is sophomore Saheb Galati. Saheb, thanks for joining us and sharing a student perspective on intellectual discovery. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Why do you think intellectual discovery is an important core value for Country Day to have? We are coming to school at the end of the day to learn and challenging yourself to think critically and seek out new ideas is what being a student is all about. And it's crucial to remember that we're not necessarily at school just to remember like a specific formula or historical event, but also to develop this curiosity that can serve you later on in life and allows you to become just generally a more self-aware individual. And how do you see intellectual discovery being fulfilled at Country Day? Well, I think the biggest way for me has been through all the great clubs that are happening around campus, whether that's really, really interactive clubs like Solar Agata, or even in small, like interactive classes where we're being challenged to understand tough concepts and expand her horizons. 
for me, that's been in AP Calculus AB and even advanced topics in applied sciences. Can you talk a little bit about the solar regatta in case there are folks who don't know what that is? Yeah, sure. So basically, solar regatta is this STEM competition sponsored by SMUD that challenges students to build and race a solar-powered boat against other schools. So last year was our first year competing, and although we had a little engineering experience spread across the team, it was a pretty big new experience for everyone. So we were constantly pushing what we knew and trying out new ideas. All in all, there were a lot, there was a lot of trial and error and experimenting and refining, I guess, ideas of how things worked. This is pretty cliche, but I think failure was definitely the greatest teacher that we had because it was really just trying things out, seeing if they were, seeing if the boat moved or even if it floated. And eventually, I think that did build a lot of resilience because at the end of the day, it did work. And seeing the fruit of everyone's hard work, no matter what they did, however large or small it was, was a pretty big confidence builder for the team. And that was really very much student-led. Yeah, we did get a lot of support from Miss Jacobson, who kind of formed the team and has been a really big driver of our participation. But it was really led by, I guess, the co-captains on my team. And do you see lessons learned from last year even carrying over to this year? Yeah, I mean, I'll admit that I'm not the greatest engineer by any means. My brother would definitely <laughs> tell you that as well. But like last year, I spent a lot of my time working on sustainability and art. But through, I guess, observing other people and learning new things, I was able to pick up some engineering skills. And I think that's what's pushing us to continue it again this year and go on that same journey where we have to pick up the pieces of what we know and try and build that into a product. Can you tell us a little bit about you just mentioned your own work in sustainability and art. Can you tell us a little bit about that? As far as sustainability goes, I am right now serving on the Sacramento County's Climate Emergency Mobilization Task Force. So what I do in that is I basically advise on creating a climate response plan that will help Sacramento County achieve carbon neutrality by 2030. How'd you get involved with that? Ms. Furla, the Director of College Counseling, sent out a newsletter with some opportunities. And I was already very interested in earth science and climate science through other activities I'd done like Science Bowl. And it really just jumped out at me as a way to use what I learned to make an impact. Are there any other clubs at school that you're involved in that you feel like really help intellectual discovery? Yeah, I think there's a ton. I mean, Science Bowl, that's the club I run. It's kind of like Jeopardy, but for science. Another one would be Quiz Bowl, where even last year we went to Chicago for nationals and were able to place top 20, which was amazing. And another one is Math Club, where we compete in competitions like the AMC or American Mathematics competition or solve riddles. And I think that's a great exercise in expanding your mathematical thinking. So, Sahab, you've already mentioned the Climate Emergency Mobilization Task Force. Where else do you practice intellectual discovery in your own life and at Country Day? Well, I think in the last two years, general intellectual discovery and critical thinking has been a pretty big part of my life. At Country Day, I mentioned Science Bowl, Quiz Bowl, and Math Team. Those are all clubs and competitions where 
I've really been pushed to learn new ideas. Like before I participated in the science school, I wouldn't have been able to tell you anything about earth science or a lot of things about science in general. But taking that dive and trying to learn more about a subject was what even led me to go on to do the climate emergency mobilization task force, like you mentioned. Outside of school and the task force, I've been into effective altruism and that's been a pretty recent development. And that kind of developed out of general questioning of different ideas. Effective altruism is this philosophy that tries to answer the question of how to do the most good. And I think that's a really good intellectual exercise for people to take to figure out how they can have the most impact in their own lives. So, Heb, do you think that there's something in the culture at Country Day that kind of encourages this? I mean, you're describing a lot of things that are outside of what we would call the traditional classroom experience. I think I would have to say it has a lot to do with the small class sizes and the sense of community. Like, it starts with these clubs and these teams, for me, working really closely with peers and having these experiences that make learning not just a challenge or a chore, but something fun. And I think that's really important for like driving curiosity in general. Like the most, one of the most recent projects we did was building a zip line powered by a sand bottle. And I think like it's the fun things like that, working with the team. And I just like try like sailing into the unknown and figuring out what you need to do that make learning fun. And I think that's something that's very much nurtured at Country Day. Thank you for sharing, Saheb. Thank you for having me. It was great. Lee, can you believe we only have one more core value left to chat about? No, these weeks have flown by. You know what else that means? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. So we're in week four of seven of the 50 Days of Giving for the Country Day Fund that supports all of the faculty, students, and work that we've been talking about. So if you haven't made your gift or pledge yet, don't hold out any longer. Visit sacsdsorg forward slash country dash day dash fund or email advancement at sacsdsorg to support your favorite school. And make sure to tune in next week as we discuss the core value of diversity at Country Day. Thank you all for your support and we look forward to sharing more with you next week. 